Welcome to Living with Victory Ministries podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Teague's Grocery and Corner Cafe at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. In a moment, we'll join Tony and Lorreen Giorgio with today's message. There's a promise coming down that dusty road. And from His holy hand, healing virtue flows. He's got the keys of what you need. Death and hell He will defeat. There's a promise. Welcome to Living with Victory, brought to you by Teague's Grocery and Cafe in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. Hey, hi, this is Tony Giorgio, co-host with my soulmate of 57 years, author, columnist, cook, co-founder of Living with, did I say, okay, of Living with Victory Ministries, Laureen Giorgio. We are bringing you hope and encouragement. Through our life storms, we're being very transparent about it. How we learn to focus on God's promises to either climb the mountain, go around it, or through it with Him. Let me bring on my wonderful sidekick. And she has actually part two from last week with the scriptures and the topic. Hi, Laureen. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so glad you can make it. I just hope that by the time this is over, this is part two of depression and despair. Those words are so horrible. They make you feel so dark and so dismal and so down. But we don't have to feel that way. God never meant for us to feel that way. And and we just felt this topic deserved a little bit more airtime, a little bit more talking about it, because it's such a waste of time. Depression and despair and feeling gloomy and feeling sad, it's such a waste of time, because God never meant for us to live like this. Amen. There are certain times of the year when we could feel extremely depressed, And depending on what's going on in our lives, total despair, because you can't see a way out of it. One of those times is Christmas, when it should be a joyful time, a happy time. But most people go through Christmas waiting for it to be over instead of celebrating it. We could find so many reasons for depression. This is a very dark world, and Satan would rather have us being sad and looking down instead of up. Christmas emphasizes family, gifts, festive decorations, huge dinners, etc. When we can't meet these standards that have been set, we feel like outcasts, and depression and despair set in because you don't feel you're of value. You don't feel that you could keep up with the Joneses. And it becomes a competition, really. Who could put up the most beautiful lights on the block? (laughs) And, you know, Jesus never had lights. He had one star shining in the heavens. You know, the three kings followed that star. If you find yourself alone or have just broken up with someone or going through a divorce, This can make you feel like you are a failure, and no one likes to be around a failure, you think. If you have just lost your job and you can't afford gifts, 
well, this makes you a bad husband and father because now you're a failure. You can't supply the gifts. It's nice to give gifts to each other, but Jesus was a gift from God to us. I don't believe we realize the gift that he gave us, the value of that gift, and how we should really be celebrating that gift alone without worrying about what we're giving or getting. The world will always find many ways to make you feel like a loser, making Christmas a time of inconvenience and asking yourself, what is the point of celebrating? What exactly am I celebrating? You have to ask yourself, I can't afford to celebrate, not enough resources, can't wait till it's over. If you really took a good long, hard look at what Christmas represents and who Jesus is and how he is the world's hope. He's the hope for you and me. You would find yourself celebrating like you never thought you would ever celebrate because then you would understand the meaning of who he is and the power and why he came and how much he loves you. You're never alone. The gift wasn't wrapped in Christmas paper. He was wrapped in swaddling clothes Mm -hmm. and he was the Messiah, not a bicycle, not that there's anything wrong with it. This was priceless. Now understand, there was nothing wrong with any of the things that go along with how we celebrate Christmas. No. A a big dinner, being with the family, showing love to one another, sharing gifts, if you can do it. But it doesn't have to even be expensive gifts. You could give of yourself. A couple of years ago, when we didn't have money because of the store that we lost, which Uh, we're going to explain in a few minutes, we gave out Christmas cards to our families with promises of services. Right. That's right. That's what we did. That throughout the year, we would come over and maybe clean the house or take them shopping or whatever we could do. Put up with grandpa. I mean, no. (laughs) You know, from us. There are two sides of this coin. So let's turn this coin over because we don't want Satan to win. He doesn't deserve to win for what Christ did for us on the cross when he grew up. Exactly. That was the purpose of his coming. And he took all our sins. And when you receive him, you don't have any more sin. That's right. If you could understand the magnitude of that. If you can understand the magnitude of your sins on your shoulders, and many of us walk through life that way, you know, and here is a gift to relieve all that and just clear the air so you can smell the roses, so you can enjoy the sunshine and life itself. So there's where the gift is. And we've just missed the boat because they wanted to take Christ out of Christmas. They wanted to make it Xmas. Yes. That's about as ludicrous as you can make it and as evil as you can make it. It was all about the Messiah coming and he came, Jesus Christ. They tried to wipe this out. And Matthew one twenty three says, Behold, the virgin shall become pregnant and give birth to a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which when translated means God with 
us. And he still is. That should lift your spirits in a heartbeat. That's right. Because now you're not alone and you're not alone fighting your problems. That's right. You know, 2 Corinthians 4, 6 and 7 says, For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts so as to beam forth the light for the illumination of the knowledge of the majesty and glory of God as it is manifest in the person and is revealed in the face, that beautiful face of Jesus Christ the Messiah. However, we possess this precious treasure, the divine light of the gospel in a frail human vessel of earth, that the grandeur and exceeding greatness of the power, his power, may be shown to be from God and not from ourselves. This is not folklore. This is not fantasy. This isn't fiction. This is written, proven in history that Jesus Christ existed. The Bible is the word written by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit in Christ. So it's actually documented. We're not saying it because we're supposed to say it. We're saying it because we live it. And he has proven himself to us over and over and over again. You know, the world cannot rob us of our joy. No, no. You should not be walking around depressed and in despair because he wants us to have his joy because they cannot separate us from the love of Christ. And he said he will always be with you. He came to give us peace. Not the world's peace, but his peace, which is eternal, which is love, and which is comfort. And the world nowadays is trying to make it just the opposite. Christians are no good. Jesus was a lunatic. I can't help but get excited every time I think of my Lord. I can't help but get excited because... He's always with me, and he's never failed me. I could just say from experience, and I wish I could share it with everyone, and that's why I get excited and exuberant, and I want everybody to know who he is. And that's why we do this. This is something we're trying to give you out of 57 years of marriage. You have to explain a little bit of why we know. And this isn't just one incident. It's just an incident throughout our lives. When we lost the store because of illness. Let's put it this way. Like everybody else, when we were young, we were a little bit naive to say the least, but we were going to make a lot of money. You know, we were just, just gotten married. The jobs weren't that great, you know, so we're good cooks. I mean, I got to say that the whole family, (laughs) you know, Italians, we eat, you know, in abundance. So somebody thought, open a restaurant. You know, good friend of mine, God bless him. I never forget, never forget him. (laughs) We traveled forward into getting a defunct franchise way out on Long Island in New York. We pursued it, okay? Now, understand how we were so misguided in what you're thinking about in society. You know, you're going to be a business owner. You're going to have a restaurant. But the other side of it is you're going to work seven days a week, 17 hours a day. You're not going to make a salary. You're not going to make nothing until, okay. But that's the, the, the kind of gist of it. Two of us 
on our feet 17 hours a day, seven days a week, selling a 25 cent at the time hamburger and having an $850 rent per month, okay, with the lights and everything else. You say, well, how did God lead you? That Well, we didn't bother asking him. We oh, did yeah. ask him. We just didn't <laughs> oh, listen. Okay. okay. You know, a lot of people, and we were there. Believe me, we learned from our mistakes. We're talking now about 60 years ago. We prayed. But, you know, sometimes we will pray. But, you know, Lord, this is what we want. And when he says no, and we still say this is what we want, then he'll say, okay, I'll give it to you. Yeah, well, here's <laughs> the thing, you know, sometimes your depression and, and your despair, you had a little bit to do with it, okay? It's true. Yes, we prayed and all, and sometimes you say, well, how does God talk to you and tell you this? And you got to listen. There are warning signs, okay? As I said, we learned after our mistake. God right. was was very gentle and showed love, and he took us through a journey that I will never, ever regret going through. That's how we got into the ministry. Mm -hmm. From learning by our mistakes, we became experts. In those days in New York, there was Carvel ice cream stores, which were very popular. Still today, Carvel ice cream is still sold and everything. We had the opportunity to purchase a Carvel ice cream store rather than a defunct hamburger joint. And by the way, the first attorney we had said, I wouldn't touch that franchise with a stick. You're out of your mind. And I'm saying, what does he know? That's how much we did not listen. That's why we're being very transparent here, because if you're going to pray, we must listen to what God says and follow and trust and obey. But we at that time were very young and thought we knew better. Right. We could have purchased the other one, like I said, for the same price. We would have made enough money in the summertime to go to Bermuda, to go to Hawaii on vacation for the entire winter with the income. But I didn't see it that way. So we bought the franchise. Like I said, working all the hours and not having the help and not being able to afford it. First, you got sick. I ended up with phlebitis. Five weeks in the emergency room, five weeks, no insurance, no income, and everything shut down. The store, we couldn't run. At this point, it was total bankruptcy. Yes. The business went, the house went, the car went. Yes. When we had to go through that first Christmas, we felt it. The good news is that God was with us, and gently, slowly, he brought us out of that. It did take a while, almost 10 years, but he did bring us out of it. We are here talking to you now to let you know there is a future for you when you let God lead. That was the biggest thing we had to do was take our hands off and let God lead. And even though at times... While we were eating our lentil soup morning and lunch, (laughs) breakfast and lunch, and a bag of peanuts for dinner, we prayed. I mean, we just could not see a way out of this mess. 
because Tony had a year that he had to heal from that surgery. We were living way out on the island. We didn't have a car. And I don't know if you're used to Long Island, but if you don't have a car, you don't go anywhere. And somebody gave us this beat up old car that barely took us to the store. So I look back over those days and during them, I just really, I said, no way. There's no way to get out of this. Right. But here we are telling you that I would not have traded a moment from that because God taught us how to trust. And we trusted him. In trusting him and moving forward to convalesce and all, we learned so much about the system. We learned enough to become advocates Mm -hmm. for families who were being trashed because they had children with serious illness. They couldn't afford medical bills. They were on Medicaid and they weren't getting their treatments. And we became experts in being on state aid that we advocated across the United States and some of the islands around us with Compassion Children's Foundation. We advocated across the United States and beyond because Satan tried to knock us down. But God said no. And in the interim, I became a scholar. I went back to school from a high school dropout to a college graduate. God is with us. Understand what I'm saying to you. We made it, folks. We made it. May have taken 10 years, but with Jesus Christ, we made it. It wasn't the end. Actually, it turned out to be the beginning of a journey that was so exciting, and we learned more, and we learned more about our Lord and how wonderful He was, the how He took us so gently. You know, God never wants us to think about our mistakes, to define ourselves by our mistakes, because God is with us, and we cannot be separated from His love. So whatever you may be going through, He does know the end from the beginning. And we urge you to just trust him and to celebrate this year like you've never celebrated before that Jesus Christ is Lord. Don't ever give up and feel that depression and despair is where you belong because you don't. You're talking to two people that have come out of it. And that's why Laureen wrote her book, Climbing Out of Your Despair with God's Promises. And believe it or not, that book's on Amazon. It's it's anywhere you want to buy it. It's there. I mention that because these are miracles. This is a woman who ran a defunct restaurant who was on the dole and down and out, no home, no car, nothing. But here we are to tell you, don't give in to that baloney. You've got Jesus Christ. You got it all. You got a million dollar package there. Isaiah 9, 6 says, for to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father of Eternity, and Prince of Peace. Yes. When you have the Lord on your side, I think you can agree we do have much to celebrate. Exactly. So celebrate this year. He never leaves or forsakes, no matter what condition we may find ourselves in. 
He is always the same. He never changes. And whether you spent Christmas with a hundred people or alone, he is always with you. So you are not alone ever. You can speak to him anytime, anywhere. He will listen. He doesn't see you as a loser and magnify your mistakes. He sees you as his child and he wants to be with you and protect you and provide for you. He stands at that door and he's knocking, waiting for you to open it and invite him in. Invite him in. You will not be sorry. There is no need for depression or despair when you replace them with Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, God with you. And you know, if you want a quick reference to our story, just go to our website at livingwithvictorync.org. There's a lot more there, and that will fill you in a little bit more. I just want to give one more scripture. John sixteen twenty four. This is Jesus speaking to the disciples, and he's saying, because he's going to be going up to heaven, it was after the resurrection, and, and he's saying that to them, up because they were depressed that he was leaving. He's saying, up to this time, you have not asked a single thing in my name as presenting all that I am. He is the great I am. But now ask and keep on asking and you will receive so that your joy, gladness, delight may be full and complete. Jesus loves you. Don't ever forget it. That's right. We're proof positive that there is a living God because he brought us this far. And just another reminder, Laureen's book is available, especially for Christmas. You know, this is the time. And I know that there'll be a lot of people hurting out there for sure, like we were. But that book has a lot of what we went through and the scriptures of encouragement to back them up. And so you can purchase it anywhere. And also, what's most important, we're here to help you. And we pray that your weeks coming up are filled with joy and happiness and not depression and despair because you found him. Look in his eyes. He's peace. He's love. He's joy. And he's a living God. You know, the rest are all dead. They never rose again. But our Jesus rose from the dead, documented proof. So why wouldn't you want a living God to walk step by step? And just like our theme song says, there's a promise coming down that dusty road. So if you're walking that dusty road, he's right there. He's waiting for you. He's he's trying to catch up to you. Slow down, hang on, and walk down that road with him. And you'll be coming to the most glorious, grand day in all of history, and that's the birth of Jesus Christ our Lord, God, man, incarnate, okay? This is Laureen and Tony Giorgio. God bless you, and may you have the greatest year of all coming up, okay? See you then next week with another Living with Victory. You can become a Living with Victory Ministries patron with a monthly donation of $5 or more. Simply go to livingwithvictorync.org and look for the donate button. That's livingwithvictorync.org. Thanks for listening. Hey!